This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, here we go on the podcast. It's the post show podcast. A lot of me today, and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but here I am again. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. You're back. I am back. Jerry, this is something that I uh, tweeted during the show. I had nothing to do with sports, nothing to do with the show, but it popped in my head, and it's something I'm interested in. So I have a car. It's a couple years old. Right. And I would like a better radio for it. Oh, okay. And I wondered, do thieves still steal car radios? So I had tweeted that out, and Great I got... question. Yes. Um, because when I had a, an aftermarket radio in my Honda Civic, and this was like in 2000, 2001, twice it was stolen. And you're going to be in Manhattan enough right. times. Yeah. Like I, mine was stolen in a Metro Park parking lot. Right. And then in my apartment... Um, By the complex? Complex yeah. in Metuchen, which is a nice neighborhood. I feel like thieves don't want to steal radios that come with the car. The factory installed ones probably have no aftermarket value. Right. So, so can I get one that looks like my actual radios that people wouldn't steal? You could probably I'll bet you you could probably get the the upgraded model. Yeah. I'll from the you, actual Yeah. Yeah, from Subaru. I bet you you probably could the, have a new one installed. But I think they I think their models are much more expensive. Well, that might be the case. I want to get Apple CarPlay sure, so I can do my Google Maps you know, right on the thing. It's funny you say that because we looked at a, a truck for my wife yesterday, and it had, you know, for Android or Google or, or for Apple Play, and he explained it to me. I didn't really know what it was. It's amazing. Yes. I mean, it's like Bluetooth. The interface of your phone goes right onto the screen, right. and you can do everything. Everything. Which is really cool. Yes. So I know what you're saying, because I have the most basic radio on my truck, so I get it. And I've told you I wanted to replace the truck, but now something going on, I might get rid of my truck because I could be getting another truck in the future. You know right. I mean? So I'm looking at other things now in terms of commuting, and I'm very much looking at the car radio. Yes. To make it a part. You kind of want something really updated. Yes. This is what I'm wondering about. I think it would be expensive, but I think it's worth it because you'll keep your car for five or six years. But if you, if you can get a, like an Apple CarPlay or Android Play uh, aftermarket radio for like 250 bucks. Right. Why would you want to spend 800 Yeah. Well, the only thing I would say is it would oh, probably yeah. work seamlessly, though. Seamlessly, If you got right. the, you know, the one that Subaru would yeah. put in. Subaru. But you are going to pay a premium for it. I am. Probably. I don't know, though. You'd have to check. Maybe not. I love... I used to... I, before buying this car, I purchased all my cars based on 
what the display looks like on the radio, which okay. is silly because I could just buy a radio that I like. True, but it's also more work and another step you have to take. You know, I actually Googled and I looked on uh, YouTube videos how to replace a yeah, car so radio. <laughs> so did I. And I, at, at it first, I'm like, horrible. Right. Doesn't look horrible. But I know somewhere along the line, it'll get screwed. And now what do I do? I look because I was looking at the Crutchfield. Yeah, Crutchfield. And they send you, you put in your car model. It tells you what works. And then they send you the packet for your car. Right. All good. With the instructions. What I didn't like was, well, you got to take the the whole plate off. I'm like, whoa, all right, hold on a second. And they show you prying it off. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not going to be prying my dashboard off. Right. Because then if it doesn't go in properly, you really screwed everything up. But I agree, it doesn't look terrible. Doesn't look terrible. It's like anything. When you learn how to do it, it's not. It's the same like I kept, I was interested in getting an auto starter for my car, which I don't have. But then I was reading horror stories about the aftermarket ones. That they don't work as well. That if die out sooner. Yeah, they 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 can not screw up your what? Yeah, not, not worth, worth it. it. That's funny. Not worth it, Jerry. Nope, not at all. Uh, today we also discussed a little bit about uh, John Boy and John Boy Media, which is uh, John Boy is the guy who started this whole Astros cheating scandal, right? A uh, big part of it with yeah. the videos of the banging of the thing. Anyway, he does a podcast as well, but. I had said how he's hiring people and they're moving to New York City, these people that he's hiring. So he's got to be paying a decent amount. I would certainly think so. And I was just wondering how these new media companies make money. Like, what do the books look like? What money are they taking in and how and what money is going out? And it's so confusing to me. I agree. Because, I mean, the only way you can do it, again, is if you have an investor behind you that's going to give you a boatload of money, that's going to give you enough to get through, let's say, 18 months. That right. gives you a good window of time to make something stick. To build it. Yeah. I, I mean, ultimately, if you have the right idea and you can build a following, the problem is you can't build a following in 30 days. Right. And a lot of people that start things up that don't have enough money behind them, they don't have enough time to build it. So we say, I said a hedge fund guy. If a guy's got a lot of money and is really into all this stuff and sees something laid out, likes the idea, and I mean a guy that's got money, yeah. wants to hand him over eight, $900,000, a million dollars, well, you know, you can hire a few guys for $40,000 a year. You know, you can hire a guy for $45,000 and you can get through a year and a half and hope that you build something and find sponsors or subscribers to where you're actually building a product. I don't know. It's very difficult to do. Yes. But if you have the money behind it, it certainly makes it a lot easier. I'll say that. So I have people yelling at me on Twitter. They go, he makes content people want and then advertisers pay for it. I go, it's not that easy. It is and it's not. In theory, it is. In practicality, it's really difficult. You know, I, I mean, should interview him for my other Al's Boring podcast. I bring it back for it. In- no, I don't still do it. I could do an in-depth interview sure. with John Boy. And yeah, I'm new sure you would do it too. Yeah, because I'm not going to be a douchey about it. I'm just I'm curious myself. Right. What if I wanted to start Al's Boring Media? Why you? Of course, who's going to invest? Do you know anybody, Jerry? I don't. No, I don't. How much money do you Boomer, have? Um, Boomer Sizem. Boomer would never hand over money I know he for wouldn't. Al's boring media. Of course he wouldn't. You're like, asking what me. Are you, what are you doing with it? Right. Like, I'm not sure. Well, yet. you have to figure that part out. The What I would do with yes. Al's boring media? Of course. It is curious, though, like you said, uh, when you look at different businesses, mm-hmm. like why is one coffee shop a hit right. and one is not? The one I mentioned today is the one I sent you, the listing. Remember I sent right, you that listing? Right, it was for sale, yeah. And, man, that went in and out real quick. But again, it's, you know, it's tough. And then there's one, 
close to me that's a no-name coffee shop that does well. Yeah. Who knows? And then in New Jersey, there's a coffee shop down in South, uh, like the Jersey Shore area. They have a number of locations called Rook. Yeah. And they have figured out a way. First of all, it's, it, well, it's very good coffee. First of all, you'd have to have that. Right. But they've figured out a way. When you, when people are willing to put your logo on, on the cars, on their cars, they give them to you for free. That's how they've done it. Yeah, but you can't drive anywhere down the Jersey Shore and not pass a car with a Rook logo, which is the crow. It looks like a crow. Mm-hmm. Oh, you black see and them white. All over the place. They're everywhere. They're all over the place. Amazing. Like, how did that? It was like when Opie and Anthony had it with their sure. wow, wow stickers yeah. back at uh, WNEW Well, for one, days. I think everybody likes free, yeah. number one. Number two, everybody likes a cool logo. Right. And putting stuff on the car has become very popular. You know, things like that. Especially, it's not a sticker. You take it on, you take it off. No, this is a deal. sticker, I think. Is it? I thought yeah. it was the magnet No, stick. these are stickers. Oh, really? Because the one I had, oh, you had still that. have, actually, is the magnet one. Oh, maybe they are magnets then. I but thought they it doesn't were mean they don't have both. It's very right. possible. But yeah, I mean, it's... You ever drive by those cars on the highway that have tons of stickers? Yes. yes. I had a friend of mine who their entire back, yeah. back in the 90s, was nothing but rock band stickers. And his his he actually had an idea of what he was doing. It was every band he's seen in person. Oh, I like that. He would get a bumper sticker. So I did, yes, I have seen that. Bumper stickers, like radio stations used to have sure. tons of bumper stickers. Don't see it anymore. No. And people would like, I remember seeing WPLJ bumper stickers. Yeah. It's gone. Gone. Yeah. Oh, hmm. well. It's a lost art, Jerry. It the is a lost sticker. Art. So are you going to start a business? No. Oh. Eventually, somewhere down the road, I would like to do a business. Right. I mean, My second 50, career, point, Jerry. you might want to get moving on that. My second career when I retire at 65. That's when you want to start a business? Yeah. Imagine that I, like, I get enough money to retire, then I retire and I blow it all in my business. It happens all the time. Yeah, Which is why I start now. Start now a business? Yeah, because if it fails, you can recover. Right. And if it doesn't fail, your future in retirement is, I mean, signed, sealed, delivered. Yeah. Well, I'd be living it up, Jerry. You need to go buy your condo down the shore and start your business down the shore. Okay. And then your future's ready. Would you like to have a business that was, you see these buildings that are multi-use buildings, where it's like downstairs is a storefront and then there's an apartment or condo upstairs? I don't don't care care for for that that. either. I don't like that. Mm -mm. No, to answer your question. Right. Although, how cool would it be? You are the ones like they have them in towns like, uh, you know, the smaller beach towns. There's Mm -hmm. the. That's different. Yeah. That's different. But that would be cool to like on days when it's like snowing and stuff, you get up, you walk down to your store. Oh, you want to live in the building? Yeah, yeah. I live in the building that my coffee shop's in. Sure, I could see that. No, that's different. I'm just thinking about all these new places that pop up in apartment buildings now and in like, you know, New York City and. That doesn't really interest me, but I know what you're saying. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah, I want to live, like, to live in the building that you work in. Yes. I Although you that. could really make your world really small if you do that. Like, I would never go anywhere. There. You have that in your apartment building. You're going to start I do. one? No. No. I'm too afraid. I don't trust them yet. I don't, I don't trust the... I don't trust the... Sure. I don't trust that strip. There's too many... Where you and I live, there are way too many strip malls with empty stores. No, no. There are empty stores and strip malls everywhere. Is that right? Rent is too high. The rent's too damn high. there's a lot high. of businesses out there. Yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, and the rent has to be high in a lot of cases because the damn property taxes in our state are so right. incredibly high. So it makes it very difficult. It makes it difficult for the building owner. makes it difficult for the business owner. And good luck. And the state don't care. They're getting their money. 
They don't care, Jerry. They don't care. They're getting their cash. Jerry, I think it was the great philosopher John Cougar Mellencamp who <laughs> once said, when I fight authority, authority always wins. Uh, yes. Right? And I got to thinking about, you know how people are now turning and on... Who's, and who sung I Fought the Law and the Law One? That was the Bobby Fuller Four. There you go. Although, they said it first. They're although, older. Although covered by The Clash. Okay. Well, no, I don't mean for that. For the radio hit. I mean the older Bobby version. Fuller Four. I Fought the Law, the law and, and the, the law, law One. Law One. I got it. So my question is this. We're now starting to see it with Rob Manfred. Now everyone's now the the players and people are turning on Rob Manfred. Right. They don't like him. Right. For whatever reason, the players don't like Roger Goodell. We don't like whoever happens to be our president, our mayor, our governor. We don't like people don't like the police. Why do we not like authority figures? Because no one likes accountability. Interesting. I mean, the whole thing with Roger Goodell, I don't know what the guy's supposed to do. How about this? Right. Stop breaking the law. Right. And then he won't have to suspend you. Like it's like when they, every year at the NFL draft, boo. Yeah, what are you pulling Roger Goodell I, for? Like, I don't know. This All he's done is grow sport. the game. Right. And make players richer and richer. Yeah, but and now. And richer and richer. And now I'm seeing it with Rob Manfred. Every day it's a different player coming. That guy is not accountable. They he's hate a- the way he handled this. Yeah. And I. There's a part of me that understands that. Yeah. Like he went too far. There, it's funny. There was a caller to, I don't know if it was this show or it was Musa Maggie. I don't remember who it was. I think it might have been Musa Maggie yesterday when I was in there waiting to do an update. Yeah. And, oh, you know who it was? Who's the um, the actor? Chaz Palminteri. So he's, yeah. So he's like, you know, obviously you guys know I've written a lot of, you know, mob stories and I, I understand the mob and all that. He's like, you know, you cut deals of immunity for a couple of guys. Not everybody, because then no one gets punished. He goes, the mistake the guy made was he gave immunity to everybody. And when he said that, I'm like, boy, you know, that's a great point. Like, you could have gone to the source, which is a crappy thing to do, but you could have gone to a couple of guys and said, listen, uh, you're good, but we need to know what the hell's going on. And if I find out, I'm going to punish you more severe. And you could have given a few guys the immunity, if you will, and then really handed out the punishments to everybody else, and everybody else would have been happy. But by doing a blanket immunity case, I don't. I, it's a tough spot. They should should have given immunity, like in the criminal law and stuff. You give immunity to the lower level guys who right. turn into big guys. Right. That's exactly right. I will say though, if now all the Astros said nothing happened after 2017, if we find out they have evidence on 18 and 19, yeah, uh, you're you're talking. You're dead. I would think you're talking 80 game suspensions. Nice without pay. And then I think people will that? be happier. Right. And then the Astros will then have to bring up an entire AAA team to field the team. So speaking of derail a season. of authority then, do the NBA players like Adam Silver? They do because I Adam so Silver too. has made them and across the board richer than richer can be. And they liked uh David Stern, is that true? Yeah, cuz David Stern grew the game from what it was, which was not much. To a global entity. And then who was before Roger Goodell in NFL? Paul Tagliabue? Tagliabue? I think it was Tagliabue. I don't think people disliked him. I don't know the answer to that. That's a ways back now. I'm yeah. not sure. I'm really, and Pete Rozelle before Tagliabue? Does that sound right? Yes. I think they liked him. Jerry, do you think John Cougar Mellencamp ripped off when I fight authority, authority always wins, that he just took the Bobby Fuller's four, four I fought the, the law, that I think he, concept? I think he took the concept. Took the fine. concept. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Right. Kind of copied an idea. If I was John Cougar Mellencamp in concert, I would do 
I fought the law into authority song. You could do that. I fought the feds and the feds won. I fought the law and the law won. Yeah, have you ever seen him in concert? I have. Good or no? Very good. I Love John Mellencamp. He still tours too, right? He does, yeah. He's much softer stuff now. Okay. More, more acoustic? More acoustic, slow stuff. Interesting. I had a great experience with John Mellencamp when I was working for our corporate company. Mm-hmm. We I used to run these radio tours. Uh, when when an artist would have a new album out, they would come up and it would be me and them, and right. I would call all these morning shows around the country. And I, uh, at corporate, there was a big glass studio, and we would sit in there, so everybody who walked in could see in. Right. So he came in, and I knew that he was a smoker. This John Mellencamp, and I, and we were up on like the twentieth floor, thirty mm-hmm. second floor, or something. And I said to him, uh, I said, I've built in breaks uh, during our morning thing, so we could go down and have a smoke. He said, yeah, that's not going to happen. And he lit up and just chain smoked the whole time. Oh, geez. <laughs> wow. I was going to say, I thought he was going to be so appreciative of the no, time you built in. He goes, no, nah, well, I'll smoke right here. <laughs> okay, sir. And he did. Oh, I'm sure he did. Oh, and he was, uh, he was flicking his ashes into a, he had uh, bought a, uh, he had come up with a bagel in a tinfoil. So he had eaten the bagel that was just using the tinfoil tin as an ashtray. I thought it was manly. Very, very resourceful. Very resourceful. As, as people were coming in, all the high-end executives there, me and John Mellencamp are him puffing away. It's a shame smoking can kill you. <laughs> he loves smoking, that guy. I'm oh, sure he most loves people it. that smoke do, though. He's had heart attacks. He's still, boom, smoking. He still smokes. Still huh? smokes. It really is. It's one of the, I'm using this word loosely. All right, Jerry. It's one of the cool. Like I don't know. There's there's it does like look a, cool. There was a relaxing. Yeah, it, it just gives you something to do. But God, is it bad for Terrible. you? Terrible. It's you know. I do oh love well. the smell. Like when someone with a match lights a cigarette. Yeah. That initial smell. Yep. Oh, it's delicious. It's delicious. That's a bit strong. I love John Mellencamp. Good for you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Why did you make love to him? He's got some great songs, that guy. Yes, he just got a lot of great he's got songs. A, he could put a couple of greatest hits albums together. Yeah, when he put out the greatest hits album, it was a double album. I believe it. I totally believe it. You know who else has a lot of hits? You and I, Jerry. One of them is called The Warm Up Show. Oh, that's coming up, right? It is next. That's cool because I got to go. So- It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. Right, we, go. we got a Thursday morning for you. We are oh so close to the weekend. I know Al Dukes is heading to Alabama on Friday. What's up, man? Oh, hi, Jerry. No, I'm, I'll be heading to the Jersey Shore as I always oh. do on Fridays. Jerry, it looks like we're going to get more playoff NFL football. They're going to add another team in each division or each conference. Yep. I shouldn't say each division. You're going to get seven and seven. Fourteen teams. Only now, one bye. Only one bye, right? I kind of like it. I like that as well. I like the additional uh, wild card weekend will be three games each day. What are you going to do? So a total of six games. What are you going to do when weekend. the uh, Titans play the Jaguars? <laughs> well, we know we're going to get that. I will avoid Saturday, that game. That'll be Saturday at two. Right. That'll give that the scrub position <laughs> right. on, on the wild card weekend. Yep. But how many teams are there now? 32 teams? Yes. And 14 of them will make the playoffs. Correct. We're getting towards hockey. Really, we used to make fun of hockey for yeah. a really long time. We're not far off. I like it because it does keep your team alive if your team's not sure. great. 
yes, the problem is you're going to get some very average teams in. Now, there'll right. be te- every year a good team misses out, and so that'll help them. But you also have every year an 8-8 eight and eight team that's got a chance to get in. You'll see a 7-9 and nine team in the playoffs. Why? They're not a playoff team. No, they're losers, Jerry. I agree. I agree. They should have it. If you are not above 500, you can't I'm get in. I'm even okay with an 8-8 eight and eight team. It's still, I mean, it's tough to win. I get it. But you can't be under 500 and go to the playoffs. Right. It's stupid. Right. Right. All right. But I like it because you know why, Jerry? The NFL is real football. It is. So I heard the XFL is going to go to all eight teams making it. <laughs> They're all making the playoffs? <laughs> I have no idea. They what? might. For all I know, maybe they have a tournament at the end. I don't know. Not yeah, sure. who knows? Eddie, is, there a, is there an XFL there a, tournament at the a, end? A round Top two ro- teams in each conference. So half the teams. So half the teams will make it in? There all right. Go. XFL, playoff fever, catch it. <laughs> Jerry, there was some fake news out there yesterday around the NFL world and in, around your Dallas Cowboy world. This is about Amari Cooper? Yeah, there was uh, news out that Amari Cooper had been shot. Well, I saw Pop Smoke was shot. Pop Smoke the rapper. Yes. And he was shot. Would, and that was not fake news. That was real news. So I was you know, happy to see that nothing happened to Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper had to put out uh, a tweet uh, saying, fake news, sad. Alive well, and well. Alive and well. I guess not sad that he's alive and well. Sad that it was fake news going around. I wonder right. how that gets started. I don't know. Why don't you try and start one? Start a fake news? <laughs> I would think someone that's got a good following puts something out there, and it just gets retweeted and... Moved around. Sources say Eddie Scazzeri will be doing Afternoon Drive. I don't know if anybody will buy that. Well, I don't know. Because Eddie has never done that. Right. That was what the shocking part would be. <laughs> yeah, I suppose, Eddie yes. dominates. And he becomes a shock jock, and he's just like, now, all right, what, what if, are you wearing? He asks all the callers. Here's the fake news. Yeah. Eddie Scazzeri moving to the afternoon with Joe and Evan. Oh. Now, people would buy that. Yeah, people would believe that. You could start that. Fake news. Fake sad. news. Yes. Fake news and sad. Sad. I mean, you you're, the... uh, you're working with Dove, by the way, man. What? Oh, that would be so. You imagine Dove with Boomer and Geo. <laughs> no. Dove, where, where are the, you? Where are the sound clips? <laughs> and how about the salmon? He opens where, up at oh. 7 a.m. as you're trying to mix your peanut butter. I've never seen a man eat more during a show. I mean, yeah. I eat peanut butter and uh, uh, Fiber One bars. Yes. Granted, but he's like constantly eating. He eats a lot of toasted I mean, oats. He leaves the studio and goes out in the newsroom. Yeah. You ever eat mash up an entire avocado and eat that? That Better than the salmon. I do not like an avocado. Or the canned whitefish (laughs) that he eats. I also have seen him take apart a K-cup, coffee K-cup, and then brew it in a real brewer. Yes, because he has to for his religious purposes. Oh, is that right? Mm -hmm. Right, Eddie? Isn't that why? It could be. He can't Uh, brew the K-cup? I believe... mm, Plastics? I don't think he can use it. I think he has to make it himself oh okay i'm, I'm almost certain yeah that's why. If, if somebody has a k-cup that might have a dairy product in it you know there's the whole meat and dairy four hour separation all right situation fair enough so he does it himself you know how jerry i've told you i was always nervous to have a child because <laughs> you never know how the kid's gonna sure. grow up yes like the Dahmer family had high hopes for their yeah, son right. jeffrey and there's such a small percentage of kids that turn out like this what serial killers yeah yes Yes. Because your parents were fearful of how you turned out. Yeah, and they, they hide listened. in South Jersey now. <laughs> they were very happy once I once I turned out A-OK. Well, in your mind. In my mind. Yes. But that was something that always worried me. What if you do your best as a parent? Sure. And you raise Ted Bundy Jr. Right. Or someone that ends up in porn. Right. Or just someone who just is just a bad person. Yeah, that too. 
And then there's the opposite. I see Al Leiter's son. Dominating. His name is Jack. He's a pitcher at Vanderbilt. I think he got drafted last year and bypassed it to go to college, yeah. I believe. He dominated in his first start Good at for Vanderbilt. How great is that? Then I'm like, why didn't I have a kid that could dominate at Vanderbilt? You have no athletic ability. And no, my kid. And you didn't procreate. But that I didn't procreate because I was nervous of the serial killer. you had risk killer. reward. Right. And you took the minuscule risk yes and went that way instead of the tremendous reward you could have been right. given as a parent like i would love father. to go watch my boy pitch you at would love i'm telling you you would love it if you had every saturday to go watch your son play a game is that right you would because you're like it's quiet and slow and you get a little chair you get your coffee It'd be right up your alley and you blew it but what I mean, if you i still have a chance but i'd have a son like me riding the bench striking out. I was joking when I said you had no athletic ability. You actually do. Mm. Now, did your dad work with you when you were a kid? They like, try to teach me stuff. Yeah, yeah, like did you play catch a lot? Did yeah, we played catch. We went to the field, but he was not so a sports guy. <laughs> <laughs> he was not into sports. Right, but at least he gave you the opportunity. Yes. We you would, bloomed late. I bloomed late. Pretty much in everything in your life. Yes. Which is better to bloom late than not bloom at all. Exactly. I think if you had a son, it also depends on the woman you had the kid with. If right. she had athletic ability. Yeah, I would need an athletic. You could have the next A-Rod. Oh, man. You blew it. I blew it. Yeah. This Jack Leiter is going to be something else. He's going to be a first-round draft pick. Again. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. He's going to get millions, Jerry. I'm sure he and will. And my son has got nothing. I'm surprised. I thought you were going to go with the, uh, the porn story. Yeah, that was interesting, too. Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Adopted as a, child. As an adopted child. That they, I, it looks like very good relationship. She's into becoming an adult film star. I guess she produces and stars. And she she says it's an empowering move. And that she did call her parents, Steven Spielberg and... Mrs. Spielberg. Mrs. Spielberg, <laughs> who I believe is also a famous actress. I is can't remember true? her name, though, right now. Eddie will Google it. Just I, Google I it. I can't Google it. <laughs> I can while Google you Steven Spielberg's wife. I'm it's a, it. it's an actress that we've I'm all heard of. Yes. Anyway, she said she called her parents. She told them that she chose. This is not this is not bottom of the barrel for her. She's choosing to be an adult film star. Yes, Amy Irv. No, no. Yeah, right. Amy Irving. No. That's the ex-wife. Ex-wife. Oh, maybe Kate I don't. Kate Capstraw. Kate. Kate Capstraw. <laughs> isn't that the guy? Who, isn't that the woman who does I'm the sorry, Nets game? Capshaw. Capshaw. Kate Capshaw. Uh, yeah, so, so she's she, a famous actress. She is. It looks like she, she was. was in a little sex. That was the name of the movie. Yes. Well, supposedly this uh, Steven Spielberg daughter, she's uh, she's an adult adult film star, but she she doesn't have any uh, partners. Oh, is that true? That's true. Did you see that? Well, I, we're getting off the rails here. Did you see that story from Santa Monica? Which which story is this now? The girl that did that stuff in the library? Yes, I did see that. Yeah, that's a rough one. Huh. Any other sports? <laughs> sports stories? I do, Jerry. I guess that's kind of a game, although I should, we should probably take a break, Eddie, right? Right about now? All right, let's take a break. All right, I do have We'll get back to the stories. business of sports, uh, and Al is going to give us something from the Columbus Blue Jackets coming up. No, no he's way. not. I'm joking. And then G is here at 6 on the Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. Rangers won. Islanders lost. Seton Hall, a thrilling win at the end. And Rutgers lost to Michigan. What else? Jerry, the Oakland A's will not have a local radio 
broadcast station in Oakland. They're going to stream their games. And people are sad, saying it's yeah. the end of an era. You know, more and more teams are doing this. It's interesting that a pro team is going to do it. Like, okay. college teams have started doing it. Like, lower-level Division One teams, okay. But for a Major League Baseball team to do this? And NHL teams around here do it? That's true. I, I forgot the Devils do it, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, someone said the, I guess the person in charge in Oakland said, we're innovative. And being innovative. that was attached to a picture of the Coliseum that had about 17 people <laughs> in it as a game was going on. The other thing is, some of these teams, they charge way too much I agree. For, for the rights for a radio station. You know how much sales radio station has to sell in order just to break even? A lot. A lot. To be I don't teamed know what up it would with be the A's? In, I don't know what it would be in Oakland. I don't know if it's like it is here, but yeah, it's a lot. Oh, here, it's crazy, because we got... The creme de la creme of all sports teams, Jerry. New York Yankees. Yankees. They're going to win the World Series this year. Even the Mets. Boom. Right. The Yankees are winning the World Series this year. So, of course, you would want to be the rights holders. That's what we are. That is true. Here at WFAN. And a crazy story, (laughs) Jerry, out of uh, the soccer world. Yeah. Which what's this? Well, many alert uh, listeners sent this to me and said this must be covered on the warm-up show. A, a soccer player, no idea where this was or what level, has been banned five years. What country? Not sure. All right. One of those countries that love soccer, not America. <laughs> it's in Europe. In Europe somewhere. A soccer player banned five years after biting oh, I saw this. his opponent's package. Now, I thought this <laughs> happened during a brouhaha in a game. It didn't? No, there, there was a fight that started in the game, and somebody else... Tried to break it up. Okay. Innocent bystander player tried to break it up. After the game, in the parking lot, one of the fighters saw the innocent bystander who tried to break it up. They got in a scuffle, and that's when the biting occurred. Required 10 stitches. Oh, so he really bit. Oh. Wow. I thought it was just an attempt. Bam. So he went all, wow. Five years. Tyson Holyfield. So imagine, Jerry, a lot of people are calling for suspensions of Astros players if they'd have bit their opponents. They haven't done that. Five years. Yeah, five years. Is what you get. Wasn't there a soccer team that got banned for two years? An entire team, yeah. How about that? Because I had a lot of people saying, the Astros should be banned like this. (laughs) That's right, exactly. Yeah. And did you see see the uh, Tyson Fury, um, what's his name? Deontay Wilder. Did you see that, the pushing and shoving? (laughs) I heard uh, that their press conference, there was a little bit of a brouhaha. There was, but people think it was fake. I couldn't tell. It looked pretty real. And did you see also Fury was drinking upwards of 40 cans of Coke a day? For training? No, he cut it out for training. 40? He was drinking 40. hasn't seen his wife or kids for 10 weeks and hasn't had a Diet Coke in 10 weeks. Oh, he's drinking Diet Cokes. Yes, 40 a day. 40 cans a day. He said he drinks them at an alarming rate. Hey, Yankees fans. 